From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Ward White. Back from Cabo. <laughs> Ward White's at third base. Ryan over at first base. And we welcome you to the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome to Monday. How y'all doing? You excited? Yes. Monday. This is the last full week without Texas high school football. Yeah, we begin next week, don't we? Everything's all set. We're, we're finalized. We got everything ready to roll. There's no work to be done. Uh-huh. <laughs> Except for all of it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we uh, do welcome you to the program. Uh, it should be fun today. We're going to get into some high school football, some college football, some NFL football. Well, if you want to call it NFL football. Ward White, tell me you did not watch every snap of that football game. I did. Why? It was on. I needed to watch it. Took notes. Only note you need to take is that that's a team that's not much better when it comes to discipline and structure. Oh, they're, they're, they could be worse. How? Other than get a, a penalty on every snap, because it was every other snap. Mm-hmm. 17 flags, is that right? Yes. yes. 17. One, seven. Led the league last year, started right back where they left off. And a point of emphasis in training camp from the McCarthy coaching staff was, boy, we're going to get that cleaned up. Guess what? <laughs> yeah? Didn't. No. And you can say, well, and I've heard the, well, it's preseason. Everybody uh, gets penalties. The other team didn't get 17 penalties? No, that, that has, preseason should have nothing to do with that. The orange shirts didn't get 17 penalties. And, and a lot of that was on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Which they played a lot of their regulars. Yes. And there was holding 73, you know, 85 times. It's... Well, we'll get into the game. I, I, I'm, not real, I, I'm not real clear what, what they got out of that other than they had to go back and probably look at individual player position film to find some things. I know that there was an article the other day about D tackles played well, and I guess you can go back and, and if you broke down just individual positions, you could you, you can find something positive. But I'm not sure that collectively there was anything that you could take out of that. There's no depth on this team. Are are you good with your backup quarterback? He no. looked he looked bad. He's terrible. He looked bad. When Ben Denucci looked better, you know he's bad. Well, Ben Denucci is trash. Again, he looked better than I, I I get it. I know what you're trying to say, but he's not better. So we'll get into that today. Whew. <laughs> uh Baylor had a had a scrimmage uh Saturday, an inter squad scrimmage. I think 125 snaps. So we'll we'll hear from Coach Aranda on on some of that, and we'll also talk to Jerry Hill uh, about uh, the inter squad scrimmage and as they get ready for opening day against Albany. Boy, there. I mean, I I I got off the bandwagon. Now I got to get right back oh, on no, it. No, no, no. They took two of three from Seattle, didn't they? From Seattle. Yeah, the fight in Seattle's. And Martin Perez, 
one again? I mean, that's that's nine and three for Martin Perez. Oh boy. You have to be jazzed. No. They're just twelve under five hundred? Just twelve. <laughs> They're in striking distance of five hundred. No. You don't think this club is capable of going on a twelve game winning streak? No. Absolutely not. <sighs> All right. But we'll talk about some big league baseball. By the way, I was just curious this morning. And so I looked up Max Muncy's numbers, you know, for the Dodgers. First of all, he, he played third base yesterday. Uh, and he's been DHing a lot. He's still – I mean, in, but you know, once you get so many ABs, it is hard to start making that climb. He's hitting 188, which is not good. But over the, his last 30 games, he's hitting over 300. And that's a good sample size because, you know, what is that, 90 at-bats probably? Probably. So I think he got off to such a bad start that it's hard to to climb out of that from a number standpoint, but he's 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 he's, he's swinging it okay because they're going to need him in the playoffs. Well, there's yeah, just no doubt are. about it. I mean, he hits in the middle of the lineup, and they're going to need him. So – uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll talk about that a little bit uh, later on, too. Shane Anderson's going to join us. You know, they did not go through spring, so they were able to get the additional scrimmage. And I think they did a three-way with Lake Belton and Midland. And what is Midland? It's not Lee anymore. It's Legacy. Legacy, legacy yeah. Yeah. So Midland Legacy drove over to Waco. They, you know, just... <laughs> Just a short little jaunt. Yeah. What time do you come over here for Saturday morning scrimmage? I, I don't know. Was it Saturday morning? Or was it Friday night? I have to. We'll ask Shane. Uh, we're going to have him on the program today and uh, kind of get a uh, an update on where the Panthers are. And uh, who knows what else we'll get into uh, here on a Monday. So anyway, how was your vacation? Uh, busy. Very where, busy. Where'd you go? I mean, was it Cabo? Was Went it to Johnson J- County? Johnson County. Now, what? What is that like? A little island someplace? Yeah, it's an <laughs> island, all right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just curious. You know, I mean, was the weather nice? I mean, it was nice and hot. You, you look good and tanned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> relaxed. Oh yeah. So you just kind of unwind and no. <laughs> let you, because we said th- uh, Thursday morning that you know clearly by you know seven a.m. you had a little cup with the with the umbrella in it and <laughs> I did not. <laughs> that would have been an idea. Oh boy! No, so, just did a little uh, a little work, some so, family stuff, some family stuff, and all right, got a bunch done. So well, it, it time least, well spent. At least you got it done. That's so. right. All right, uh, let's see. What else? Uh, I, I think that's kind of where we are today. And if Anything that you want to uh, to add to the program, we'd love to hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Uh, do we hit the panic button on the Cowboys? I don't, I don't think I so. I don't know that there's a panic button to hit for the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are not any better than they were last year. And, you know, anybody that had high expectations of this team was – delusional yeah uh right right now i'm just I'm, I'm not real confident that this team can win as many games as they won last year i just i don't see it uh, tell me where they're better 
They're not. Pick a position and say they're they're better here, they're deeper here. I don't know that there is one. I don't know that there is either. I, I think the defensive line is okay. Um, linebacker, they may be okay. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's, there is absolutely zero depth on this well, team. Well, I was going to say, and, and again, I know that they're talented guys that they, that they drafted, but the secondary, the, the backups group, boy, they struggled. Well, yeah. Struggled. Now – with that said, I don't know that there was a ton of pressure from the edge uh, with well, that second that, group either. You know, that's what we talked about. The reason why they had the turnovers they had last year in the secondary is because the pressure up front. Mm-hmm. So, some things to think about. Uh, boy, I, tell you, I don't know if you saw the interview at halftime that Kyle did. I'm glad it was Kyle and not me. Now, Kyle Yeomans is our guy. We have him on here every week. And Kyle was doing a terrific job as the sideline analyst. And he started raining on him, but <laughs> which he's interviewing the uh, the Spanish-speaking broadcaster for the, uh, I think it was Telemundo that was doing mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. And it started raining on him. But his interview at halftime, Mike McCarthy was not a happy. And I don't care if it's the first preseason game of the year or not. No, he, was, he knew. Yeah, he knew exactly what the problem was. He knew exactly what he had. He had a big old batch of penalties, and he was not having it. He was not happy. But nope. they came out in the second half and just picked right, right where they uh, left they off. Did, they didn't make a change, nope, did it? Nope, not at all. Not at all. So, you know, and, and look, boy, we keep talking Cowboys, but <laughs> sorry, it's just the way it is. They have officials at all of their practices, inter-squad scrimmages. There's, there's game officials on the field throwing flags saying, hey, if this was a game, that would be a penalty. So it's not like, you know, this is all new stuff. And one of the and when the announcers are saying this guy's got to learn to keep his hands inside and his hands are as wide as his body, I mean, come on. Got to learn how to hold in the NFL is what they kept saying. Yeah. Well, and there is an art to that, I would there think. There is. There absolutely is. It's got to be up in there tight. So anyway. Uh, 7, 10, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. As we mentioned, the uh, Bears did go through a uh, a Saturday morning. It was 95. And they did, I think it was 125 snaps that they went through. And uh, Dave Aranda talked about, uh, talked about uh, it, where the, uh, where they were. And, and he was asked about running backs and, and, and he was asked about quarterback. And, and here's his, here's his comments. Not yet. I think you know there's been a, a good um, a good rotation, and I think there's been um, you know I, I think winning at every level is a thing, and I think you know winning in um, in the meeting room is a thing. You know you're getting all this information, you're collecting all these dots, and then can you can you put it into your own language? Can you teach it? That would be connecting the dots, and so. There's winning at that level. There's winning in a walkthrough, being paying attention, and, and um, if you're not taking the rep, your your um, your eyes are on the guy that's taking it, and you're taking a mental rep. You know, winning in a Tuesday practice is a thing. You know, um, uh, that second team period when it's been whatever the heat has been, and finishing strong is a thing. Then you know, a Saturday scrimmage is yet another. 
And I think some of those previous you know, stages, we've been able to win. We did not today <laughs> in, in this setup. And so uh, we've got another shot at it. And I think you know, we've had to kind of stay. The thing is, you're, like, you're on the path, you're off the path, get back on it. It's as simple and as hard as that. That is uh, Dave Aranda talking. The, the initial question was, has a running back kind of separated themselves uh, separated himself in the in the running back room, and and he said not yet, and then went into it. But uh, the one thing he did talk about, and, and we'll we'll hear him talk about shaping a little later on in the in the show. But uh, the one thing he did talk about Ward was the fact that you know when it's hot, you got to persevere. He didn't like the energy that that his team played with Saturday morning, and you know he's like he said. Sometimes he gets kind of you know in. in he, he can get a little philosophical, and you know that. Uh, but, you know, one thing he said was he doesn't control the clouds. They don't control the clouds. You can only control what you can control. And, you know, he was he liked the execution for the most part, but he did not like the energy that, the, that they came with Saturday morning. And, look, you know how it goes when you're in camp. It's just a grind. It's mm-hmm. day after day after day with really, you know – no end in sight, and that was and, and they may have been kind of at that point. And, and I don't think you get worried about it. I don't think you even I, I, look. You address it and you move on. Now, if it becomes kind of a habit, then I think you have to take another look at it. But and I think that was kind of his his thought process. You know, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think it's kind of the way it was because he, up until this point, had liked the energy. It's just Saturday morning. It just wasn't there. And again, you're, you know, you're in the middle of camp. You got another spring practice coming next Saturday. Not a spring practice. Another uh, inter squad coming next Saturday. And, and you're two weeks away, uh, three weeks away actually three. from playing. So I mean, y- it's a grind right now, isn't it? Oh yeah, there, there's no doubt. And you're gonna have days like that, no matter what you try to do. There, there's gonna be some days that that aren't as energetic as the other ones. You want to try to avoid those for the most part as you as much as you can uh, and and be able to fight through them and, and, and come out on the other side in, in a good situation. But, I mean, every team goes through it. It, it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to have those moments when the energy is just not as high as you want it to be. Now, how do you get them past that? That's, that's the key. Yeah, and again, like we said, there's there's still a three week grind until, you know, game week is. Look, you're not going to have, and I don't care if it's Albany or Alabama, they're going to be ready to go that that first game, uh, it, because it is it's a new week, it's a game week. I mean, you talk about it all the time. It's game week, it's game day. Uh, they're going to be ready to go that, but getting there, boy, what a grind right now. It is, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, there's a lot that's that's going on there's a lot of mental stuff that's going on with this team right now and it's just you know some days it's just going to have overload on it mm-hmm. and I'm assuming that's probably what happened to this football team on Saturday and you know uh one of the other thing I was thinking about in high school e- even in high school you have one or two scrimmages to think you know to look forward to different something different something to look forward to boy at this at this college football level it's just you know, a guy in a different color shirt. You may be wearing green. He's probably wearing white or black, you know, practice jersey. 
uh, how much are the same? I mean, it's it's just it's you know it's the same thing. And I'm not making any excuses. I'm just telling you what it is. And that happens, and it's going to happen. And you're, you're right; it's probably going to happen again before this three-week window's up. Oh, it will. There'll and be some just, periods in practice where it's just not, not up to where he wants it to be. Yeah, and he'll stop it and say, "Hey, look, <laughs> we're 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 right back in this thing again. Let's let's clean this up." So, uh, anyway, so the, the execution he liked, and uh, and the energy level not so much. But again, uh, it was it was 125 snaps. Or, or thereabouts uh, in in ninety five degree temps too. So that's 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 tough. That's but you know what? It's going to be ninety five degrees they when they play. I don't care if it, you can play at six o'clock at night or you can play at ten o'clock at night. It's going to be hot uh, first weekend in September. Let's just cut to the chase. So anyway, there you go. Uh, uh, seven sixteen, sixteen minutes after seven, we will talk some more cowboy football with you coming up in just a couple of minutes. But right now, let's check the weather forecast. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. Sunny and hot today. Highs near 99. Southeast winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Could gust up to 20. Partly cloudy tonight. Lows down around 78 with that southeast wind continuing 5 to 10 miles per hour this evening. Currently, it is 75 degrees. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Hurts in the gun for the Eagles coming left to right in the green shirt. Only heard here. Snap is back. Little read option. He keeps it up the middle and runs slam into a wall and loses yards. All season. Micah Parsons. Saturday night. It's your Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers, Saturday at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Seems we could all use a bargain right about now. Introducing Family Fun Tuesdays at the ballpark. All season, you and your crew can find half-price Rangers tickets for Tuesday home games. Thanks to our friends at Coca-Cola. You'll also find discounted parking as well as a meal deal for four on Tuesdays. Plus, young fans can meet a player during our Tuesday pregame autograph sessions. Fun and deals for your Tuesdays. Get the details at TexasRangers.com slash Family Fun. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. 
This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the foundation doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service and Good Feet. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Coming up at around 730, somewhere in that neighborhood, we're going to visit with Jerry Hill uh, and uh, get uh, get Jerry's thoughts on Saturday. We'll do that uh, coming up here in uh, just a few minutes. We want to continue our cowboy conversation. Ward, seriously, I mean, you know, as fresh, look, we're as big a cowboy fans I mean, I know we're we're media types, but we're still Cowboy fans. Come on. Uh, 17 penalties. How can you take anything away from that when you really you stayed behind the chains all, all night because of the flags? How do you take – how do you break that down? How does this coaching staff go back and look and, uh, you know, you, you get one less evaluation because you're playing 17 regular season games. How do they get anything out of that? Well, they get out that they're not disciplined at all. And they've got to change that. And just because it's preseason doesn't matter at all. You've got to be more disciplined than the Cowboys. You go into the locker room with nine penalties. Uh, that's that's way too many in a ball game. And then you come back out and you produce eight more. I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous. And so, you know, they've got to figure out a way to be a disciplined football team. With just three preseason games, isn't there a little more – hyped uh, a little more sense of urgency or shouldn't there be a little more sense of urgency particularly for guys trying to make the roster well and that's the deal you keep making penalties you're not going to make this roster you're just not um and so yeah there there should be there should be a more of a mental stability to a player trying to scratch and claw his way onto a roster uh, you know look some some penalties are effort penalties, and, and coaches can live with the effort penalties. Some penalties are just bonehead moves. And a lot of the penalties that the Cowboys had were bonehead moves. And so you've got to figure out, you know, is this guy just not get it, or can I fix this? And sometimes, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. And, and that's what I was going to get to when, you know, look, there's going to be a holding penalty in a football game. Because there's holding on just about every down. But if I throw the flag against Ward White for holding because he got his hands outside the shoulder pads or whatever the case may be, I, I, you got to fix that. I mean, you they kept getting the same guy for the same foul. But you, you know what? If you look up and down the line of scrimmage Saturday night, there was a lot of that going on. They, I mean, they could, it, 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 pick a guy. They didn't perform very well, in my opinion. No, they didn't. And and maybe the worst performance on the field was Cooper Rush. He was awful. 
absolutely stunk. And he, one time he escapes, and I thought, well, you know what? That's a nice, that's a nice escape. Throw it away. Live to play. To he throws it right down the middle of the field, back across. In in in. How Denver didn't intercept the football is beyond me. Well, his first interception was mechanically so bad that it – I mean, you see junior high kids not throw it that bad. High school kids. I mean, he threw off his back foot, threw it inside, short-armed it. You know, I don't – it was an awful, awful throw on that first interception. Just – you can't make those type of throws. Just can't. To your point, CNC Collision Center text line from the 903, the backup quarterback position – shows the fundamental problem with the Cowboys. Sure, the starting quarterback is great, but there's no planning for if he goes down or a plan for the future. I don't think after four years, Cooper Rush can be a quality quarterback in the NFL. And if Danucci is the future future QB for the Cowboys, fans will be hoping for Carter back. <laughs> Quincy Carter. <laughs> how, how about that? That was a rough road. Boy. And, and look, I... They don't have a quarterback in the room other than Dak Prescott. They just don't. No. But that's what and, – And I get what – I don't get it, but I their thought process is, well, if Dak goes down, we're done anyway. So why spend the money? Well, at, at some point, you're going to have to, just like the texter said, you're going to have to look at the future. And you're just ignoring it right now. And if you don't – if you don't think that you either have to go out there and get somebody that can win you some games or you've got to go out there and get the future, the, the guy that's going to take it after Dak. And that would be the, this next class because, I mean, I think you would agree that the 22 class, it just wasn't very deep at quarterback. Well, it wasn't, but I mean. 23, it, I it, think, would be a lot it's, better. It's been a lot longer than just this year. I, I get that, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm not guaranteeing that they'll draft a quarterback in 23 either. No. I'm just telling no. you 22 didn't have a guy. But there has been some veterans out there that could probably help this football team. No question. And they've just blatantly ignored that backup position at quarterback. And we've talked about that all summer long. Why, why wouldn't you go find a guy that can be competitive because you don't have one. No. Now, let me just say, let me just ask you this: Would he function better with the other ten starters there? Now, because he did not have all ten starters there. Let's be honest. No, he didn't. But I mean, some of the fundamentals that he did—that has nothing to do with starters being in front of now, you or I get out it. beside Mecha you. Mechanically, Mechanics, he was poor. He was very bad mechanically, and so that that has nothing to do with it. He's just not a very good quarterback. They, and he, look, I get it. He got you through a game last year. I was going to say, he muddled through that one now. He wasn't exactly, you know, headed to the Hall of Fame with that performance. No, absolutely not. I just, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why, you know. It, and there's there's some guys sitting on the shelf right now that I think that could probably help this team as a backup. RG3 comes to mind. Well, yeah, and they've got a, they've got cap room. That's the, that's the crazy part. I, I th this roster is is trash. It did did we learn anything about the receivers? Yeah, there's not depth there either. I don't. You know, you're you're fine at running back. You know that. But should be. But I mean, you're not going to be fine at running back if if those are the five guys that are going to be out in front of them. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and everybody talks about the Cowboys need to run the football this year. Well, how are you going to run the football with that? You're not, not very well. 
and Zeke can be slimmed down, and boy, he does look good. Uh, watching him in the pregame, he he looks slim, trim, ready to go. But I mean, look, if there's nowhere to run, there's nowhere to run. Well, nothing. So you're not real encouraged right now, and I don't think Cowboy fans are either. And again, you know, to me, it's hard. There was no rhythm, no chemistry, no. But with all those penalties, they just there was there was no continuity to it, and and kind of hard to to figure out what what you got when all you keep doing is getting a whistle and backing up, and that's what it felt like. Saturday night. I mean, it was just, it was just hard to watch. No, I mean, look, there was not a position out there that you walked away from and went, oh, well, they're going to be okay there. Yeah. I mean, you know, the secondary got burned time and time again. I mean, there's, there's obviously a, an awful position they're in for a starting tackle on this football team. I I don't, I don't know where they're going to get one. Um, I, there's so much to take away from this game. I mean, and look, it, you think the kicking game is, is fixed? It's not. It looked awful. Yeah. So. JR uh, says RG3 is ready to go. Yeah, I mean, we hit on that. And uh, Are we in a panic already? I don't think you're in a panic, but I think you have I, to I come think to the where I thought we were. I knew that this team was not going to be very good, and it's maybe worse than I thought. I was disappointed because I wanted to see where they were, and you know where where there's where there were some strengths, where there were some weaknesses. I don't know that I found out anything because again, there was no continuity to the game because well, they can't I, make I found out a lot. They stink fundamentally. Their footwork's terrible. Their their mental state is terrible because that's why they had 17 penalties. I mean, this is this is a bad bad football team right now. And if you don't think that they're and again, I'll go back and I, we got to get to the break. But McCarthy was he had steam coming out of his ears at halftime. So don't tell me all oh, it's just the first preseason game. He recognized the fact that hey, we're getting nothing out of this because they can't play the game without a yellow flag. So. All right, uh, 729. Uh, this is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and it's time for the Cowboy Update. And it is uh, brought to you, as always, by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Check them out at richardcar.com. Hey everyone, with the Cowboys Training Camp Report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas drowns in a sea of yellow flags in a penalty-filled preseason opening loss in Denver. Details after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. 
It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Saturday night in Denver, the Cowboys committed 17 penalties in a 17-7 preseason opening loss to the Broncos. The lone score came in the fourth quarter on a Ben DiNucci pass to Semi Fajoko. Head coach Mike McCarthy was not happy with all those yellow flags. That's what penalties do to you. I mean, they clog the whole game up. They ruin, you know, the momentum, the, the ebb and flow. Is, it's, you know, there's frustration you're dealing with. I mean, I, I've done this my whole coaching career. I've always played with a lot of young guys. And it, unfortunately, it starts like it. Tomorrow morning's practice is the final one here in Oxnard as tomorrow afternoon we'll head down to Irvine where the Cowboys will stay near the Chargers facility in Costa Mesa. There are joint practices Wednesday and Thursday with the Chargers and a preseason game at SoFi Stadium on Saturday. With the boys, I'm Christy Scales. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has Waco's largest selection of President Donald Trump merchandise items. If you're looking for Trump caps, T-shirts, flags, placards, and more, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond is the place to go. And while you're there, check out their large selection of saddles, tag, guns, ammo, western furniture, and gift items such as metal art and home decor. It's the world's greatest western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Midway All-Stars have won their way to the championship game of the Little League Softball World Series. They take on Maryland at 11 o'clock this morning. You can see the game on ESPN. A 5-3 win for the Rangers yesterday gave them two wins in the three-game series with Seattle. They're at home for the next four games against Oakland. You can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros swept Oakland over the weekend, winning yesterday 6-3. Houston will be in Chicago tonight to start a four-game series with the White Sox. Two-time Longhorn All-American Steve Wooster has died at the age of 73. He was part of Texas teams that won 30 in a row in the national championships in 69 and 70. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports. Game time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 734, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry, I got to know before we talk football, what did you do yesterday? What was Jerry Hill's Sunday like? Well, I was uh, rejoicing in the Rangers winning the uh, series with Seattle. Uh, I just feel like this might be the late, you know, late push they need to really get into this wild card. That's what I tried to tell Ward this morning. Good grief. (laughs) That's exactly what I tried to tell Ward this morning. He wasn't buying it. 
I mean, this oh, team, this on. team's hot, having won two out of their last three. Mm-hmm. Yes, a absolutely. hot mess is yeah, what they Seattle, are. Seattle, a team they hadn't beaten. Yeah, so, they, yeah. they can't beat Seattle, but they we're, we're on a roll. Absolutely, a roll. I yeah. watched. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be honest. And I don't know if you watched any of it, but I watched the Midway Girls yesterday uh, in the in the in the uh, Little League World Series. Boy, they are right. good. That's a talented group, and they're a young group. And I know you're yeah. saying, "Well, it's little league; they're all young." But little league, yeah. yeah <laughs> it, but they're they're even younger than their competition. Uh, and they yeah. beat Virginia yesterday. I think that's the second consecutive win over Virginia. But they got to the championship, so uh, it was fun to watch. I mean, and it great. You know, it was great to great to see. Uh, you know, our local kids do well. I'm glad you spent your Sunday doing that. I did, Tommy. I was. Oh, that's 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 really cool, and and I guess what District Nine already won uh, one of the world championships, so it's pretty good pretty good summer for little league around here. Absolutely. All right, Saturday morning, uh, what 125 or so snaps for uh, Baylor uh, in a uh, kind of an inter squad situation. What was right. your big takeaway? Um, I think the defense is really salty, and I I kind of knew that going in. I mean, the offense really struggled uh, to move the ball. Um, so, I mean, that was the number one takeaway. I think, uh, you know, coach Aranda talked about it a little bit after, uh, after the scrimmage that, you know, they've still got some areas they've got a long ways to go in some of those areas, particularly, I think he mentioned the running game. Um, you know, I think that's an area where they definitely have got to get better. And, um, but you know, I, I, I think I saw enough good things really from both sides and that's usually the way you want to leap leave a scrimmage is feeling good really about both sides. But I thought the defense, you know, as a whole kind of dominated the scrimmage. Have you seen Blake Shelton come out now that this is his first real practices with him being the leader of this team? Has he taken that role and is he starting to be able to take that leadership role and not only just vocally, but with the way that he approaches practice in the games and the scrimmages and things like that, has he evolved a little bit without, you know, since Gary had had left and everything and he's been named that starting quarterback? Yeah, I think he's the guy now and he knows that. And, and, and he, I tell you what he's done Ward is he's become a lot more of a vocal leader, which, you know, again, I think that was something that maybe he lacked last year. Uh, just because he wasn't the guy, you know, it's hard to be a strong, you know, vocal voice with, without being the leader of the team. So I think he's got that now. And, and he's a guy that, uh, you know, he can make throws from every angle. Um, you know, I, I think, or, you know, I would hope that he's not going to be, you know, running the ball a lot, but I think he gives you that threat uh, down the field that maybe Gary didn't have, or Gary wasn't as strong in that area. So I think that's kind of what he gives you. And I think that's the one thing that this, you know, uh, Coach Grimes wanted to do is to evolve this offense by, you know, getting a little bit more of that, uh, you know, deep uh, throwing game going. A couple things here for you. Uh, you you mentioned the, the defense ahead of the offense and the offense struggled in, in, in the scrimmage. Uh, right. Is that a product of just how good the defense is or – is it a, a product of they've got to get better in a couple of areas or a combination of both? Yeah, I think it's probably a combination, Tom. I, you know, I mean, I, I think the offense, I mean, you look at that offensive line, they're going to be fine. Um, I, I think they still have some development to do at the running back and receiver spots. Uh, Tay McWilliams, I don't think, went through the uh, Saturday scrimmage. So, 
you know, you were missing one of your top running backs. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I think – but then again, on the other side, I think the defense has got a chance to be really, really good. I mean, I think that defensive line is impressive, and you can keep rolling guys in. Um, and, and then they're, you know, they're kind of, uh, you know, developing guys in the secondary. Uh, I, I was I was a little surprised uh, at, at some of the moves that they had made just, just because, you know, Al Walcott was really developing at cornerback, but they've moved him to the star position. He's out right now with a hand injury, but he'll be back, supposed to be back this week. Um, but they moved him to the uh, to star, and they moved uh, Lorando Snacks Johnson, uh, yeah, Lorando to uh, the cornerback position. So he's been a guy that he was the backup behind Jalen at at the at, at that outside star position, and now he's moved to cornerback, and apparently has really good speed. Um, but you know that. So again, they're developing those positions, and and I, I really like what the defense is doing. How do the Bears sit at running back right now? Yeah, with with Tay out uh, yesterday or not going through that scrimmage, that that you know kind of hurt that room. But uh, you know, I think Craig Squirrel Williams is going to be fine. He's got to stay healthy. Uh, you know, the one that I think you know impressed me the most um, yesterday was Josh Fleeks. You know, he's a guy that didn't. You know, he was adjusting back to a running back position, going from receiver, and just I didn't think he was very physical in the spring. I didn't you know I didn't see a lot from him in the spring. And I think he's starting to to really emerge there. And, you know, he could be a guy you use quite a bit. And then, uh, you know, the one that I saw finish up was Richard Reese, uh, a freshman. Um, He looks good. You know, he's a smaller guy, a little bit like Craig, maybe a little bigger than Craig. Um, But, you know, he's a guy that I think could help him eventually. Is this a position where the the staff wants somebody to to just step forward and win that job outright and and be the – be that kind of that bell cow or are they okay with with two maybe even three guys in a rotation type situation yeah I think they see you know different talents different skills out of out of several of these guys I think just like last year you'd like to see a guy emerge you know who knew going into you know certainly going into uh, training camp last year you didn't know that Abram Smith was going to be you know your you know single season leading rusher of all time. I, so, I told you, you know, that in August that that was going to yeah, happen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the <laughs> converted linebacker was you know was going to be a you know and then he apparently had a great uh, you know opening game for the Saints. So uh, <laughs> you know you're waiting for that guy to emerge, but you know and if he don't then you do rotate these guys until somebody does emerge, you know, cause I, I think that was the plan right from the start last year too. You know, I think Ebner might've been, you know, kind of the leader, you know, in the clubhouse. And then all of a sudden Abram Smith is the guy and, and, you know, Ebner is kind of filling in and stuff. So, um, you know, they hope they can find, you know, I think ideally you'd like to have a couple of guys that you can kind of lean on and then maybe, you know, use one or two others in, in, you know, limited roles or, you know, third down situations, that kind of thing. How does Shapin's communication look with this young wide receiver core? I think it's good. Ward, I, you know, they did a lot of that in the summer, um, you know, having having a lot of, you know, individual workouts and stuff and, and kind of getting their timing down and stuff. And, they you know, he stays after practice with them too. So, you know, I think that will come. Um, and, and I think it's getting there. I mean, um, they, they just have a lot of guys in that room. I mean, there is, there really is a lot of depth. It's just, 
a lot of guys that haven't played. I mean, Gavin Holmes is really the only one with, you know, very much experience at all. And he was, he was actually out with an injury yesterday, which obviously that's been his problem all along is, is staying healthy. So, um, yeah, I think he'll get that down. Um, and you know, they, I think we talked to the wide receivers on maybe Friday and, you know, they all talked about his, you know, his ball, like they, they love the way he throws and, and he gets it there. Now, Kyron Drones does, too. I've seen him just whip the ball in there. So, um, you know, I think they're getting that timing down. And, and certainly in the next three weeks, I think uh, they'll fine-tune those things and be ready for the uh, opening game. Let's talk about backup quarterback. Uh, you, you know, last year, Bohannon was your starter. And if you don't have Blake Shapin, you're you're not going – you know, you're not winning 12 football games. Look, you you never want your guy to go down, but right. you want to be comfortable with what's what's there. Uh, I I know that during uh, during the uh, media days in July, that Coach Aranda talked about drones maybe the most improved player mm-hmm. uh, in, in spring. It, has that carried over into fall? And what did he look like Saturday? And, and, and what are your thoughts on 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 drones? Yeah, I think he, uh, Coach Rand is exactly right. I mean, he's improved so much because when you watch this guy throw, um, you know, because he came in early uh, in the spring and then he didn't look good. Um, but now he's improved dramatically. And yeah, he looked good uh, Saturday. He was getting the ball there and, and uh, you know, timing with receivers. And But again, he's got a rocket for an arm. So he can he can get the ball in it there in a hurry. So yeah, I think you're I think you're in much better shape than maybe you thought. Even you know certainly after the spring when Gary uh, transferred, you know maybe there was some doubt about you know where these you know what they were particularly at the backup position. I think they're good. Uh, and then you've got Luke Anthony there, at, you know a transfer from Louisiana Tech that's made 32 starts in his career. So a seventh year guy that obviously has some experience. And so I think, uh, yeah, I think they're a lot more secure at quarterback than you would have thought coming out of spring. Jerry, where's the biggest question mark on this team for you right now? Uh, probably on the offensive side, I would say, you know, you need, you do need a running running back to emerge. You need somebody to come out of that pack. There's a lot of guys there. There's a lot of guys getting snaps, but you need somebody to emerge. I'm really not as concerned at receiver. I think there's enough talent there and there's some guys starting to emerge there like Monterey Baldwin, Hal Presley, guys like that. So I, I think they're good at receiver. They really do need a running back to emerge. And maybe it's Josh Leaks. I mean, Josh has really made some strides. Uh, you know, I still think Tay McWilliams probably has the edge there, but they really do need a guy there. Uh, defense, I think maybe the safety position is a little bit of a concern just because you got all new guys back there. Uh, Christian Morgan is there, but he, uh, at least what I saw Saturday was he was running with the twos. So, which means that you're, you know, Frontline guys, maybe they're just out playing him, but they need some guys there. That would be the biggest concern is probably the secondary. Kicking game, you you, you good with with the kicking game and where it's at right now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, I saw Josh on kickoff returns. Uh, Monterey Baldwin has been on punt returns. And then they got all the kickers back. Um, you know, really the only newcomer in the whole group is Garrett Grimes, uh, Coach Grimes' son that's the deep snapper. So I think they're in really good shape at, at kicker, punter, the whole, you know, special teams game. And I, you know, these guys in particular, they, 
and I know a, a lot of teams, a lot of coaches talk that, but these guys really work the special teams. So I'm really not concerned with that area, particularly with all the kickers back. Uh, let's uh, switch gears real quick. Uh, good start for Baylor soccer. They went over UTSA yesterday, two to one. Yeah, they uh, they beat LSU last week, three to one, and 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 then uh, finished up exhibition play with a two to one win. So five goals in two games for them. That's that's kind of been Coach uh, Leonard's uh, emphasis is scoring. You know, because you can't, you really can't win a soccer game without scoring. So um that's that's been her thing um and and uh they'll they'll be tested this week they play uh they open up the regular season with minnesota on thursday uh and then they play wisconsin uh, on sunday so really tough start to the season i believe they play four power fives right off the back i think next week they have uh or the following week they have florida and north carolina which north carolina is always you know one of the national contender so a really tough schedule to to open the season in as you mentioned new coach but uh where where can this team be when it's all said and done i i think they got a chance to be really good and i think that first exhibition game against lsu was a great sign scored three first half goals so i mean we'll see i mean they're breaking in a new goalkeeper too and they had two play uh on sunday so uh, that'll be a key area is how good you are, you know, in the net. And then, uh, you know, I think I think they're going to be a lot uh, better scoring team than they have been. So, um, you know, we'll see. But like I said, this schedule, those first four games will tell you a lot about how good this team can be. Jerry, what are you working on? I don't know, Tommy. I, I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm mainly I'm mainly focused on the Rangers right now and just finishing up strong and and you know kind of looking to the playoffs. <laughs> well, and you um, know what? And that's probably the the direction you need to go because I mean, don't you? As deep as this team both is, y'all need to stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Got a magazine coming out. I know we've talked about it before, but it should uh, should be mailed out hopefully sometime this week, if not uh, next week, uh, before that. First football game has Dylan Doyle on the cover and, and a feature profile on Mitch Thompson. So looking forward to seeing that sent out. And uh, yeah, got got a little bit of got a little bit of soccer this week. Some volleyball starting up. They got their scrimmage on Wednesday, and and then they uh, they get going next week with the uh, Big Ten Big Twelve Challenge uh, next week again. Actually, it's funny because soccer is open in Minnesota, Wisconsin. That's exactly how volleyball opens next week in Fort Worth at the Big Ten, Big 12 Challenge. How about that? Hey, before you leave, I, I want to get your thoughts yeah. on, on this. Uh, uh, in, in Chad, I thought Chad Conan wrote a terrific oh, yeah. article on, on Mr. Dave. And, and we yeah. talked about it last week. And, you know, when you look at uh, Texas Football Magazine, Greg – Greg and those guys, you know that was yeah. that was to me that was brilliant just to just to put a right. picture, Mister. Just how lucky were Wacoans and Central Texans to have Dave Campbell and Frank Fallon yeah. right here in River City? Absolutely. I mean, we had two of the best, um, and yeah, I thought Chad did do a great. I sent him a text. So did uh, I last last night. I just I thought he did a great job. Great great tribute to Dave and, mm -hmm. and it, you know, I, for all of us that worked for him, worked with him, um, you know, it is a little challenge going into a this first season without him, you know? So, um, yeah, that'll be a little bit of a challenge. And, uh, but, you know, like you said, we were lucky, we were blessed to have those two guys, you know, as our main media icons for years and years and years. And, um, you know, I, that's what I, that's what I think about is, is how blessed we were to, to have those two guys and particularly with me with 
having Dave as a mentor, um, you know, I, I certainly have, have had a blessed life. The clouded crystal ball was not, oh, yeah, wasn't absolutely. that the greatest read, I, you know, and, and, and that was perfect for him. Cause you know, he is, he's a very humble guy and, and for him, you know, it's, it's not a clear crystal ball, but you know what? He was actually pretty good at it. Yeah, he was. He, he was pretty good at the prediction. So yeah, uh, we, we all miss him. We all miss Frank as well. And, and, as we were talking, I was thinking about Butch too. So, um, a lot of those key people uh, that that we'll be missing this year, you know, as we have missed Butch now for a couple of years. So, um, yeah, we'll miss all those guys, Tommy. All right, Jerry, thanks. Got to run. I appreciate your time, and uh, we appreciate you being with us uh, every Monday during the uh, during the school year. And thanks so much for for hanging out with us this morning. Thanks, boys. Go Bye. Rangers. <laughs> See, Ward, you got you got to buy into this thing. If we mm. all start thinking the same way, y'all have fun with that. You're just you're just you're just not you're just not on board, are you? No. All right. Hey, uh, we are brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, eighteen ten Herring, serving terrific burgers, the best burger in town. They got that burger cooking on that flat top grill, and boy, they got that secret ingredient that they put on it, and man, it's just, oh, boy, that's that's your Monday lunch right there. I just hooked you up. Uh, you can have that burger any way you want it, with, without uh, onions, with or without cheese, lettuce, tomato, however you want it. It's, it's, it's there for you. Uh, and of course, they got all your uh, all your good stuff to go with it. your fries, your curly fries, your onion rings, your tater to all that stuff. Favorite drinks, iced tea, favorite soft drink. It's all at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're open until 4.30 today. Open a half a day on Saturday. Oh, man. I uh, got, the, got the mouth watering already. It's uh, We haven't even got to work yet. It's not even 8 o'clock, and you're thinking about lunch. Well, think about 1810 Herring Avenue. That's Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Recently on the John Moore Show. We are pleased to have with us the new commissioner of the Big 12 Conference, Brett Yormark. I'd like to build the brand of the Big 12 um, in New York. I'm not sure a lot of people know the Big 12 brand. And candidly, I want to make it a national brand that's recognizable all over the country. And when student athletes are in their senior year and they're contemplating what's next, I want them to say, I need to go to the Big 12. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nietzsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nietzsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nietzsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Central Texas College offers day, night, weekend, online, and lunchtime classes on multiple sites. 
So when people ask, what are you up to this weekend? You can be like, "Uh, not much, just earning my college degree. Got any lunch plans? You're like, oh yeah, I got big plans. Find time for those big plans at ctcd.edu. Central Texas College for students of the real world. CTC classes in Colleen, Fort Hood and online start August 22nd. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Midway All-Stars have won their way to the championship game of the Little League Softball World Series. They take on Maryland at 11 o'clock this morning. You can see the game on ESPN. A 5-3 win for the Rangers yesterday gave them two wins in the three-game series with Seattle. They're at home for the next four games against Oakland. You can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros swept Oakland over the weekend, winning yesterday 6-3. Houston will be in Chicago tonight to start a four-game series with the White Sox. Two-time Longhorn All-American Steve Wooster has died at the age of 73. He was part of Texas teams that won 30 in a row in the national championships in 69 and 70. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. It is 7.56. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we're going to visit with Shane Anderson, head coach of the Midway Panthers. We'll do that for you here in a couple of minutes. Ward, I want you to hear something. I want you to hear – I want you to hear this. Wa- He's a look back to second and now the 0-1. A swing and a drive into deep left field. Haggerty started in. Now he goes back. He leaps. It's over his head. It bounces off the track and up over the wall. That should be an automatic double for Nathaniel Lowe and a 5-3 Rangers lead. How are you not on the edge of your seat when you hear that? Uh, I don't know. I was watching at that point. (laughs) Ground, automatic double. We also call it a ground rule double. (laughs) He hits a ground rule double. Rangers take control of the game and move on and win it mm-hmm. over the fighting Seattles and look you there you're uh, you're off and running i mean now you're, you're running all right you're now you're just 12 back of 500 <laughs> the astros oh boy i was listening to one of the national shows this morning and they were talking about the um the Yankees and the Yankees struggles and the Yankees have struggled over the last week to 10 days and they have, but you know, that happens over 162 games. And you know, one guy said, the only team I really fear is the Astros. Well, he better think that through it. He better be fearing the Rangers. They're coming. Oh my. They're charging right now. No, they're not <laughs> full steam ahead. <laughs> Both of y'all are. I mean, there's it's three to one. Jerry Hill's on board. Okay, well, you three go have a good party for yourself. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna be covering playoff baseball. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, seven fifty. No, you're not. Seven fifty-eight. Shane Anderson's next on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for today's Spectrum Big Twelve Football Preview. Today, a look at the Baylor Bears. 
Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. Beginning our final week of Big 12 football previews, and today a check on the Baylor Bears following their first scrimmage of fall camp on Saturday. We'll hear from head coach Dave Aranda straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Hi, Kyle Sotrano here with George's Restaurant, Bar, and Catering to tell you about what's new this season. Come enjoy one of our brand new Big O cocktails and try some of our new items like avocado toast, Italian nachos, and shrimp and grits. You can watch the game on our 200-inch Big O screens at either location. Check out our new menus and party package options online at georgeswaco.com or come see for yourself. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner Monday through Saturday at both of our locations. George's number one at 1925 Spate Avenue and George's number two at 1201 Hewitt Drive. Sick and Bears. Wear what the Bears wear. Get the latest in Baylor Nike gear at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Mike McKenzie and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money, so go for the win and score savings by combining your home and auto. See State Farm agent Mike McKenzie at 2921 West Waco Drive or call 254-412-2327 or at 518 North Hewitt Drive in Hewitt or call 254-666-7788. When it comes to choosing a mortgage lender, exactly who you work with has never mattered more than it does in today's economic climate. The Wood Group of Fairway Mortgage has been and continues to be Waco's most trusted mortgage lender. Ask any expert and they'll tell you now is the best time to purchase a new home. Inventory's up, competition is down, and rates are still historically low. I'm Chris Allman with the Wood Group of Fairway Mortgage. Call or text today at 254-717-6111. Let's talk financing and how we can help you afford the home you've always wanted. NMLS license number 180-8404. Now, let's check out Big 12 Conference football with today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Here's John Morris. Back with us, and Baylor football had their first scrimmage of fall camp on Saturday. They went Saturday morning in the heat on the turf at McLean Stadium. Following the scrimmage, head coach Dave Aranda. I thought we had good work today. You know, the um, the heat was out for sure, and I thought the on both sides of the ball, I thought the execution was good on both sides. I think the energy um, kind of lagged at times. I think energy-wise, was probably not our best day. Uh, but um, I thought they were able to persevere. You know, there's hi- there's highlights in the throne game. I thought that um, that both Blake and KD um, put some balls on point, and we were able to make some contested catches. I think the protection is still improving. Uh, I think the run game in terms of, um, you know, one cut and get downhill and fall forward and all that, I think has got a ways to go. I think the blocking on the perimeter with our receivers still has a ways to go. I think defensively, I think the, um, the ability to kind of manage the collection of calls that we have um, and get in and out of things on shifts and motions and, and um, communicate and be all on the same page is way impressive. I think uh, for them to kind of um, go through hard uh, situations and kind of have the maturity to not um, uh, not have self-inflicted wounds is still a a big area for growth and is a a concern, you know, kind of going into the season. Coach Dave Aranda following Saturday's scrimmage at McLean Stadium. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
couple of minutes after 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is Hour 2 of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we're joined now by uh, Midway head coach Shane Anderson. Coach, I know you're on the practice field. I appreciate the time very much this morning. Let's uh, let's dive into this thing. Uh, you had a scrimmage over the weekend. What was your takeaway? What did you learn about your football team? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, happy Monday to y'all. Hope y'all's week's as good as the Midway Panthers. Uh, we uh, did scrimmage last Friday against a very good Lake Belton team and a very, very good Midland uh, legacy team, formerly Midland Lee. And uh, we did a lot of really good things. I think we're in a really good place right now as a, as a football team. And uh, you can sure tell having that extra week, uh, you know, we're a little bit ahead of the game right now. So we like where we're at. And like you said, we're in the middle of our Monday practice and uh, have another scrimmage this week against Shoemaker on Thursday. So we'll – find out what kind of improvements we can make and how much better we can be this week. Coach, how much does it help you be able to evaluate your team when you have those type of scrimmages like what you had this weekend against some teams that you know are going to be pretty good coming into the season and, and give your kids a chance to get tested? Yeah, you know, that's the name of the game is, is you you got to find out where you're at early and you got to make the adjustments you need to make as a staff and then the players have to make those adjustments and be coachable and so that we can improve. And, uh, you know, we talk to the kids all the time about being coachable and, 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 and having something each and every day that we're trying to get better at, not only as a coach, but as a player. And so, uh, you know, it was, it was a great scrimmage. We got a lot of good things on video. All our kids were got quality reps. And uh, so, you know, we had a lot of video to evaluate on Saturday and, and watch with the kids Saturday and this morning. And so I think we've uh, been able to take that and, and, and transfer it to the practice field today. And then, like I said, we'll, we'll do it again on Thursday and see where we're at. Shane, going into the, the Thursday scrimmage, uh, where's where's some of the, the competition at? Where you still got some question marks where kids are, are battling it out for uh, for playing time? You know, we uh, we have a you know, couple really good competitions going on in our receiving core right now. Uh, a couple kids battling it out there, uh, you know. And then, uh, you know, I think uh, our O-line is, is we, we still got one spot. We're trying to find the best uh, combination of the five guys. And so, you know, we're – we're moving guys around there from tackle to guard and back and forth, vice versa. So we're just trying to, you know, find the best five that give us the best chance to win. And then, uh, you know, we got to continue to get better uh, defensively uh, with tackling. You know, anytime you don't do spring ball and then, uh, you know, your T-shirt and shorts and then, you know, you practice for a week in pads and then that first scrimmage, you know, the tackling is going to be an issue. And it was. And so, you know, we're going to put a big emphasis on that this week and, and, and try to get better. When you when you have that competition, that can make your football team better because it makes those players better, does it not? Absolutely. You know, and that's the name of the game, especially at the 6A level. You know, it's as close to a college-type atmosphere as you can get as far as the number of kids and the depth and all that. So, you know, we want a competition, uh, you know, at every position. And, and, you know, and last year we, we weren't able to have that. And, you know, I think our record was an indication of that. And obviously playing in the league we played in, but, at the same time, the, the more competition we have each and every day out here on the practice field, it's only going to make us better. Coach, are you getting that senior leadership that you need or leadership in general from your team that has to happen uh, at this point in the season? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We've had an unbelievable offseason. Our, our whole group has done a great job, our seniors especially. You know, I think when you have guys like Dom Hill at running back that have played the amount of varsity snaps he's played and it's his senior year and, you know, and he's being recruited and he wants to win. And, you know, he's, he's doing a nice job, not just on the grass, but man, he's, he's kind of man in the locker room. He's doing a great job across the board. Uh, Garrett Morphis is another guy that sticks out up front on the O line. 
and then uh, you know Nick Wells and, and Adrian Melvin uh, defensively. You know those are guys that have played quite a bit and understand what we expect and understand what you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then obviously Friday night need to look like. And so you know we're getting better each and every day in that area, and, and the kids have bought in, and, and we've had a great camp so far. Are you comfortable where you are at the quarterback spot? Yeah, yeah, we are. You know, Reed's Reed's done a really nice job, and. You know, we we've got some we got some other things up our sleeve that we can we can result to if we want to. But uh, you know, Reed's done a nice job. He Reed's going to be our quarterback. Reed's going to uh, lead this football team, and you know, he deserves opportunity. And he's done everything he's supposed to do. And so, yeah, we're super excited for Reed. And and going into his senior year, he threw a lot of really nice balls the other night. And, and the thing he he can do that people don't realize, you know, he's six seven, but he can run. You know, he ran a four seven two at the TCU camp, and so we're not scared to run him. And, if he falls forward, we feel like we're going to get positive yards. So, you know, he's had a good camp, and, and, and we're going to lean heavily on him to be our quarterback and be our leader. Coach, how much does it help you having the opportunity to, with the extra week getting film a different against different colored jerseys this time of year? Well, I think it's uh, it's big. You know, anytime you can go against somebody else, you know, for example, the other night, uh, Lake Belton was a three-man front. Um Midland Lee was a four-man front, so we got to see every, you know, everything we wanted to see there. And then defensively, we saw, you know, a bunch of formations, you know, between the two schools that, that are only going to make us better. You know, we we screwed up a few things, but you know, that's it's to be expected this time of year. And then so, you know, we'll make adjustments and we'll fix it. But you know, I, I think having the extra week, you know, I think more than anything, you just don't feel rushed. Uh, you know, you get you get to end of last week, middle of last week, today tomorrow you know it's a grind uh you know we got to push through it we've gone last week we, you know from the first day we could put on pants and shoulder pads we went five straight days and we grinded them pretty hard so we uh and we're going to do the same thing this week just to make sure that we're ready to go for the season and that we can carry our pads and and then we're in shape you, you mentioned that tackling a, a moment ago what are some of the other things that you're looking for in this final scrimmage before uh before you start your non-district schedule well, I think consistency and, and then, like I said, just how much we can improve on the fundamentals between last week and this week. You know, anytime you play against somebody else, the speed of it, you know, the the, the competition part of it is going to increase. And so you've got to match that. I think we matched it. But sometimes when you focus on matching it, then then you get away from the fundamentals. And so we got to make sure we can do both, match it and stay within ourselves and play fundamental football. And then I think the biggest thing I want to see this week is just our kicking game. And it won't be a live kicking game, but it'll be – getting our personnel on the field, making sure that we can snap, punt, kick, do those things. And we got to make sure, we, you know, that we're special on special teams if we want to win at the 6A level. Coach, we hear those whistles in the background, so we know you got to go. We appreciate your time, as always. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you, guys. Y'all have a great week. Talk great to you soon. Good Midway Panther. There you go. Shane Anderson, the head coach of the Midway Panthers. And, uh, again, uh, he, they elected, and it's kind of surprising to me, quite honestly, but uh, he said that they they had a plan. They elected uh, not to go with uh, with the, the spring workouts. Ward and, and they elected to stay in the weight room and continue that process. And so with that, they got what three extra practices this this fall and an extra scrimmage or four extra practices actually. Yeah, it, it's a personal preference. Whatever you feel like that you need to get done. Uh, if it's you know the workouts that you feel like you need to have in the spring, then then coaches do that. And if it's you know, you feel like you need that extra scrimmage, then then you can take the extra week here and, and be able to do that. I mean, it's it's less practices overall mm-hmm. in the fall, but it's also closer retention in the fall. That's what I've always wondered about is those 
I think it's what thirty workouts or whatever, eighteen. What, eighteen. I, it's eighteen workouts in the in the spring. Uh, how much do you retain? Do you have to reteach or do you just have to refresh? I mean, I've often wondered about that. You know, those spring and the spring game. Uh, but what what guys will tell you is they they can go ahead and set their depth chart uh, going into fall, and they're ahead of the game in the, in that sense of the matter well i don't know if you can completely set it but you can have a pretty darn good idea of where you're going to be uh after a spring and with the summer workouts now in place you're not going to lose a whole lot of retention on some of the middle stuff that you have to do um for me i always like the spring practices but i mean it again it's an individual coaching and coaching staff decision on on which one is better for their team and and it may be different from year to year from some coaches they may look at it and say you know what we, we just we're not going to get enough out of this spring that we need to do it in the fall or, well, we need a lot of work. We better take these 18 practices and, and utilize them to our ability. And every situation's different. Sometimes you have a coach come in and he hasn't even got his staff hired when it's time for spring ball. That's a lot of times. Uh, and you, and you know, you're trying to build the staff and, and, te- and get your staff together and, and then teach the staff uh, and coach the staff on what you want done. Mm-hmm. So you just can't go through a, uh, a, a spring you know, there's 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 several things that go into the, into those decisions. Uh, look, Lake Belton didn't either. No, uh, did Midland not. Legacy didn't either. I mean, there's reasons there's reasons why you don't go in the spring, uh, and then there's reasons why you do go in the spring. So uh, I I think a lot of time it's just based off of as you pointed out the situation in which the program is in, and and for Shane Anderson they had just completed their first year, and he said, you know what, we this is more important than that right now. And so you address this, and this happened to be the weight room, and that's what they did. They went uh, forward in the weight room and then, you know, give them an opportunity to go out. And as you, as he said, we've got film now on a three-man front. we got film on ourselves. And you're not worried about the other team. You're worried about your team. That's what, And that's the what people don't get sometime in a scrimmage is, yeah, you want to score the points and you want to do all that, but it's about learning your football team. In, in in developing your football team, the way you do that is you get film and you go in there and you and they well, you know what I, I bet you every coaching staff that scrimmaged this past weekend spent Saturday morning breaking their film down and looking at their football team and talking to their team about their performances. Well, they better have been. Yeah, I mean they're not talking about the opponent. I mean they're just not. It's just, it doesn't it's, matter. It doesn't matter. You know, two to one or three, you know, because that's how they score scrimmages a lot of times. Uh, who cares? You know, it's about your execution, your performance, and, and what you got out of the uh, the scrimmage game. So, anyway. All right. It is uh, 8-14. We're 14 minutes after 8 o'clock. Uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, Stephanie from Sales is going to be coming your way here and just a couple of minutes. I'm sure she's going to be talking about, uh, I don't know, mosqu- mosquito roping or something. I, I mean, who knows? But we're going to talk about our good friends over at Circle Drug Pharmacy at 3211 Robinson Drive. In fact, I'll be calling them today. Got to get some refills. And they're going to, you know, then they're going to say, uh, we'll, we'll send you the text when, when everything's ready to go. And then, you know, they'll, they'll ask me if I want them delivered. 
And if I want them delivered, do I want them delivered at home or do I want them delivered here at the office? Or do I want to come pick them up? If I go pick them up, you know, I've got several options. I can go inside, which is what I prefer to do because I like to talk to the folks there. Uh, You can go to the walk-up window. You can go through the drive-thru. Or they'll even bring it out to you like a car hop. I'm just telling you, that's there, there's several options for you when it comes to uh, to servicing you with with your prescriptions. We mentioned the free delivery. Uh, they've got uh, diabetic testing supplies, walkers and wheelchairs available, prescription compounding, uh, diabetic shoes and inserts. They they do vaccines, uh, CBD products, and here's the cool thing: they'll help you with your insurance. You know, you say, "Well, I, I'm not sure my insurance covered." Well, they're gonna they help me with. When I made the a, I had I made an insurance change probably eighteen months ago something like that and boy you want to talk about just guiding me right through the the conversion and all that stuff that's exactly what Circle Drug did it, it's it's a hometown local pharmacy with hometown local people working at the pharmacy that's just what you get from Circle Drug they're open Monday through Friday nine to six and Saturday nine to two it's Circle Drug thirty two eleven Robinson Drive the phone number is six six two zero seven seven four what a year for Baylor Athletics Smith spins out of the tackle. He's to the 25, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Abram Smith into the end zone. Did he get in? Yes! Touchdown, Abram Smith! Touchdown, Bears! Abram Smith punches it in for Baylor. <laughs> I love it! From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? 
Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling and Foundation, Myatt Fuels, and Asco Equipment in Belton. It's uh, 820. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll dive into this more Baylor's football as uh, camp continues and Spring, uh, I keep calling it spring. It's not spring. They had a fall scrimmage on Saturday morning. We'll talk more about that coming up in our next segment. But right now, we welcome into the program <laughs> Stephanie from Sales. How was your weekend? It was wonderful. How was yours? Uh, uneventful, which is the way I like it. Oh, okay. I mean, just, you know, they're just. Did you play golf? I did. How'd you do? For me, okay. You yeah. 18 holes? All 18 of them. Wasn't it hot? It you got sweat? a little toasty, but we started early, so yeah, got a little toasty. Did you have a beer on that golf course? No. Water? A lots, lots Good. of water. Good. You got to stay hydrated. You have to. It's hot. Yeah. You have to. What are we talking about today? We are talking about cow chip tossing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we always? Yeah. Every year they have World Championship in Beaver, Oklahoma. Good place for it. In, uh, yep, so whoever throws it the farthest wins, but you only get two chances, and it's a thing. And I guess the cow chip has to be at least six inches in diameter. So I don't know if they flatten it or if it's lumpy and it's dried and you throw it. But That's if you throw, nasty. I'm just saying. <laughs> you throw it like a Frisbee, but it's a thing. You you throw it like a frisbee. What if you don't want? What if you just want to overhand toss it? Is that legal or is? No, you have to throw it like a frisbee. Huh. Okay. But you have to do it that way, right? Yeah. And then every third Saturday in April every year they have the World Championship cow chip tossing. There's dead silence in here. Why I'm not here. Ward? Do you want to right. contribute to this? Started in 1969 in, in Big Beaver, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Have you ever cow been? chip throwing capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the current world champion? I mean, like, that just would go be to- a Drew Russell, uh, and he holds the record at 188 feet, 6 inches. What? What? 88 Eight feet? 188 feet. 188 <laughs> feet. That is some major throwing. Yes, it is. Yeah, I don't know. So my question is, how do they collect all these cow chips? Well, I mean, you can go to Emma. Yeah, you just go to anybody's ranch. Hey, let me yeah, make a, absolutely. Let me clean your field up for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go to a dairy farm. Oh yeah, I guess you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Do they freeze no. it or they just keep it out in the no, sun and let it dry? It. <laughs> just, oh, you no. don't freeze it. 
That's just, disgusting, really. It's, it's just dried. Uh, Tom's not even saying a word. He's <laughs> speechless. But it's a thing. Okay. It's a sport. They they have a big contest at the Iowa State Fair every year, too. That's another good place for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma I wonder, and Iowa. Keep them rolling. We should have it here in Texas, I would think. Oh, they have it. At, you see it at rodeos all the time. Oh, I've never seen it at a rodeo, <laughs> but okay. But yeah, I it's, have. It's a thing. So that's that's uh, going to help you get through your Monday. <laughs> yeah, there, there is a category in the Guinness Book of World Records for you it. You're kidding. No. Well, see. But that book has, I mean, that's a world record, so it's going to keep a world record of everything. Mm-hmm. Right, so cow, cow chip tossing it is. I guess it is a thing now that I. It's in the, It's officially a thing. It's officially a thing. Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. My boo told me. I looked it up, and there it was. So, yeah, it's a sport. All right. Thank you, Steph. Appreciate All right. Y'all it. have a happy Monday. You <laughs> too. Uh, I would call it a sport. You no. have to throw. You're using your arm like baseball. You throw a ball, football. So, yeah, you have to I use your arm. I think it's an event. I'm going to call it an event. Yeah, I am too. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. It's a competition. There you go. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, give me that. It's a competition. Contest. <laughs> the contest. Yeah, you you got to train and, and I bet you do have to train. You have to practice. I mean, 188. I would think feet, you have to, have to practice, practice a little bit. Yeah, not sure. Hey, let's I would just go out to. to the back 40 and pick up couches <laughs> and practice. There you go. There you go. All have right. a great Monday, Steph. Thanks. Have a great day. Enjoy your Monday. <clears throat> I'm. Uh. 8.24, we're 24 after 8. This is, boy, how do we get back on? <laughs> Rangers could probably do it. Hey, easy. That's a red hot ball club. <laughs> red hot. Uh, Two game winning streak, Ward. Mm-hmm. When, they won the series. So what? What if they win every series They're for the rest to. of the year? Not going to. They could. No, they will not. They, well, you're saying they will not, but you you can't say that they can't. No, they can't. I know they can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's an absolute fact. <laughs> it is not. Theoretically, they could no, win them all. They cannot. Why? why because you... they're roster. That's why. <laughs> what would you would you retract that statement if they do? Yeah. <laughs> they could not i i'm not suggesting they will but they could no what if what if they get going right now i mean what if this all of a sudden this team turns into world beaters it's not going to but yeah okay <laughs> dream on big dreamer well if you don't have hope there's no hope you got to have hope okay you got to have Hi. Oh, here comes the animal. <laughs> you got to have high hopes. <sighs> oh. Don't you? No. You got to be realistic. I don't want to be depressed all summer. You're not depressed. It's almost over. We no, got a we... month left of baseball. Yeah, it's about... A... Well, no, we go into October now, don't we? With Barely. the regular season. Yeah. The last series is... Against... What if that last series, is? I think, is against the Yankees? What if that means something? It doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) It will not. (laughs) It might for the Yankees.
Maybe for the Yankees. Oh, man. All right, we're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They have uh, got a brand new location coming soon. That's uh, near, uh, it's on Loop 340. It's right next to Busby Feed. And we'll keep you posted on when that, when, that gets, uh, when that gets going. You know, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the Emory's have been serving Central Texas since 1943. That's four generations. Braden is, uh, is your guy now. And at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, garage and carport covers, angle iron, hay and equipment barns, and much more. They also carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch up to 24 inches. And if you're building a barn dominium or a, uh, or a metal building of any kind and, and you're, you're searching for a contractor and you need a little help in that area, well, just Contact the folks at, at uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They'll point you in the right direction and get you going as far as a contractor is concerned. They're open uh, Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, Saturdays from 8 until noon. They deliver and they uh, unload as well. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is located in Bryan and also uh, right now still at uh, 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. And you can always check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12, they tried to put a bear hug on the Pac-12. Okay, what does that mean? It means that they use some of those talks to take a peek at the Pac-12 and its finances while at the same time singling out some of those member schools of the Pac-12 and saying, come be with us. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hey, football fans, the new schedules are out for the copies of the Bears' schedule. You can pick one up for free at J.R. Grace Realty and Property Management, Bears Cassiano, Viper Investigations and Legal Support, Superman Electrical, CG Construction Group, LLC, Nine Round Waco, Happy Hounds Aquatic and Daycare Center, Waco Streak Airport Shuttle, Glass Phoenix, Jasper's Barbecue, and Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair. Please patronize these sponsors because they're an asset to our community. Brought to you and paid for by Prestige Marketing, LLC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. 
Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Jinko. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Hey guys, it's Jenna with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I'm here too. He is. I'm Jimmy. Nice I need to person. say hi to somebody at the City of Waco Permits Department. Heather Hewitt. Jewish? Thank you for saving my backside. Okay, that's a little outside of our uh, commercial goals here, but we will tell you that I we told are... her I'd say hi, and she said I better not. You can call them downtown if you need permits. They're good people. They are, and we're good people at Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair at 254. They should cut me a break. 235 But my house isn't in the city. Or Jimmy.com. That's me. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Midway All-Stars have won their way to the championship game of the Little League Softball World Series. They take on Maryland at 11 o'clock this morning. You can see the game on ESPN. A 5-3 win for the Rangers yesterday gave them two wins in the three-game series with Seattle. They're at home for the next four games against Oakland. You can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros swept Oakland over the weekend, winning yesterday 6-3. Houston will be in Chicago tonight to start a four-game series with the White Sox. The St. Jude Classic went to a playoff with Will Zalatoris beating Sepp Stratka on the third playoff hole. Two-time Longhorn All-American Steve Wooster has died at the age of 73. He was part of Texas teams that won 30 in a row in the national championships in 69 and 70. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Day 32. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Bears getting ready for that uh, home opener and season opener against Albany. That's coming up uh, September the 3rd, and we'll have it for you right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's a uh, 6 o'clock kick, so our broadcast will begin at 2 o'clock from Touchdown Alley with uh, Game Day Live and. We uh, look forward to that coming up uh, Saturday, September the 3rd. So Ward in preparation for, for that opener. And as they continue in fall camp, they held a uh, a Saturday morning inter-squad scrimmage. And I think they're going to do it again next Saturday, uh, leading in as they continue to prepare. But uh, 125 or so plays in Saturday's scrimmage. And one of the things that, uh, that was obviously asked about is, you know, with, with the quarterback position because – uh, Blake Shapin has has won the job. Gary Bohannon has transferred. Drones is now the backup, and and um, and and Dave Aranda after the game meeting with the media or after the scrimmage rather meeting with the media was asked about the performance of uh, Blake Shapin and his and how his camp has gone. The math that we kind of keep up with the throw game has been impressive, and so completion percentage and you know, ball getting out of his hands and um, just all the metrics are good. Uh, but then, you know, there's times on the field to where it's like, wow, he got out of that and made that throw and got it where he needed to get it and the velocity of it and all that. So there's some some of those moments that are cool to see. But the thing I'm most proud of is just his, um, his leadership and, he, you know, there's a timing and kind of an art of when to say something, how to say it and to be um, authentic with all with everything that you got and I think he's learning that and so I'm I'm 
I'm proud of him for. It's interesting to me, and I don't know about to you, but it's interesting to me. He, he talked about Gary, uh, Gary, I beg your pardon, Blake learning when to assert himself in that leadership role and when not to. And he's he's a thousand percent correct. You've seen guys, Ward, that it's almost fake that they're you know they're, they're forcing it. You know, I'm the leader of the team, and, and but he apparently has has kind of taken to this to this role and as the starting quarterback is comfortable in that position and he knows when to to step forward and be that leader. Yeah, and that's a that's, you know, at, at that position that's the natural place you want him to be, right? And so you don't want that to have to be forced and you know, he's been in this position before, but now he's kind of thrust to the front after what happened in the spring and we all know you know, he's named the starter. This is his team, and he's got to treat it like it's his team. And he's got to understand that he has to treat it like his team. There's no question about it now. Yeah, I mean, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, make no mistake about Everybody's it. Everybody's looking to him. Yeah, no question. No question about it. There's there's no conversation. Uh, everybody knows their role. There's there's not that competition thing. That, that, that occurred this spring. Uh, now, one thing I will say is, is I think that they're they're very comfortable where they are in a backup position with drones and, and the progress that he has made. Mm-hmm. But clearly, this is you're you're going to you're going to uh, you're going to you're going into this thing knowing who who your leader is, who your quarterback is, and and the expectations. Let's just be honest; they're high. I mean, as they should be. Th- this team. Even with all of the question marks on the offense, who's gonna who's gonna you know who's gonna move into that that starting running back role? Mm-hmm. Uh, what group of those talented wide receivers end up as the three or four guys that that log the most you know most snaps? Uh, and look, let's let's do be honest. He's made three appearances, two starts in in one appearance. I mean, he does not have a ton of experience. But the only way to get experience is to go play. And they feel good enough about his situation that they named him the starter in the spring. Well, he won the job. Yes. I mean, let's be honest. It, it was a competition. He won the job. So, you know. And, and clearly won the job or, you know. And or that's he what, wouldn't have been named after the spring. That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, and and you could have kept that thing rolling into the, into the fall. But mm-hmm. uh and I do, I do tip my hat to Dave Miranda for doing that, though. I mean, giving Bohannon the opportunity to go do to go someplace and and uh, and be QB one, you know, given the opportunity to be. But there's no question that that Blake is QB one, and this is his football team. And I just, and I, the skills are there, and it's cool to see Aranda talk about the leadership skills as well. The mm-hmm. on, I mean, the on-field skills are there, and, and now you're seeing the, the leadership skills there. Uh, and again, we mentioned this in our last in the, in, in our first hour. Uh, he wasn't overly crazy about the energy level. Is that a concern? No. It's a long, it's a long drawn-out process in the fall. Uh, you're going to have days like that. You don't want them to show up on, an, on a day when you're trying to have a scrimmage. There's, you know, there's no reason for it to happen then, but I mean, it just does. And you can't predict when they're going to happen. You know, sometimes you hit a wall, don't you? Sometimes you do. In fall. You, you just do. In fall camp. And, and so. And I'm not saying that's what happened, but the the fact is they, 
they executed, but they maybe there was some energy that just wasn't there. And that look, it, it's I don't think it's a big concern right now. And now, now if it continues and becomes a habit, then mm-hmm. it's a concern. Yeah, and maybe even if it's if it's next Saturday in your inner squad again, and you have the same issue, you you may want to take right note but of I that. Mean, but you also have to understand you can't force it. And so if it's just not there one day, then it's just not there one day. You want to correct it, make it go in a different direction. But if you try to force it, it it, it doesn't do you any good either. So in a, in it's got to be a situation where, you know, they own that themselves and they correct that themselves. You, you make it apparent that, hey, this is not where we want to be, but it's up to you to correct it. But in, in a lot of ways, isn't for, from a player perspective, is, wasn't Saturday just practice number, fill in the blank, whatever it was? I mean, be, well, for for a lot going of guys, the same color shirts. I, and, I know, but for a lot of guys, you're fighting for positions, and and maybe that's the problem. Maybe there's not a whole lot of positions up for grabs, and that's why the intensity level was not where it probably needed to be. I yeah. don't know. I haven't seen a depth chart. I don't know what their depth chart is. I'm not in the room. But sometimes when you have that, when there's not that internal competition that you're looking for. And look, that's the only way a team gets any better. It's the internal competition. You don't get better on Saturdays. We said it time and time again. Saturdays are, are your paydays. Yeah. You, know, you only get better Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's the days you get better. And you can't force that, but you can darn sure make sure that you're attentive that makes any sense yeah and again i'm like you none of us have seen a depth chart but i gotta believe that there's competition in the running back room i gotta believe there's competition at the receiver room. there better be competition on 22 positions but there better I, be or I, you're not gonna get better i think your offensive line is about as good as it's gonna get and they're set i mean but if they're not getting pushed on a daily basis then they're not gonna get any but better. you know who's pushing them those five defensive front guys. Well, I mean, there's there's some serious competition going on between because look, we we've said it a million times. They're terrific up front on both sides of the ball. And, and I, I I I'm trying to think who it was the other day telling us. He said, "Hey, I can't imagine going up against a better group than our defensive front." Well, look, that's that's all well and good, but there better be some internal competition on your side of the ball too. I mean, because you need depth, and make no mistake about it, we talk about. The Cowboys not having any depth. If if you know the Bears don't have any depth, they're going to be in trouble too because that's just that sets you apart from other teams. When you have that depth, you can be that much better a team. And so you've got to have those guys that are you know sitting in second and third on that depth chart, fighting and pushing the guys that are first. That's what makes you a better football team. It's not going against you know that defensive line. Sure, that helps you a lot. But that you better have somebody pushing behind you. And if you do, you're going to get better every single day you go out there. I think it's point-wise that if you don't bring it every day, you're going to get yourself whipped because the guys on the other side of the football are yeah. really talented players. And, and I get that. And that's fine. But I, I, want, I want that depth chart to be fought for each and every day. And if that makes, that makes the guy at number two and number three that much better – and if you can make those guys better, the ones are naturally going to get better. And I think you're probably seeing that on the defensive side of the football. Oh, absolutely. There's Particularly a, there's, up front. And, and and watch how they rotate their defensive line. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big factor for them defensively to have those fresh legs out there. And I think you'll see that all season long. I think well, you'll you should. See, you, if you you'll have see that capability, guys. you should. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, look, you were really, really, really good up front before Jackson Player ever showed up. And now that's just one more guy, and he's he's got the ability to play at the nose or at the mm-hmm. the, the defensive end position. So you you've you've created even more depth when it comes to uh, when it comes to the defensive front. So we'll see we'll see how it all how it all goes. And again, they continue work this week, leading into another scrimmage on Saturday. So uh, there you go. All right, uh, eight forty three. We're seventeen shy of nine o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Hurts in the gun for the Eagles coming left to right in the green shirts. Only heard here. Snap is back. Little read option. He keeps it up the middle and runs slam into a wall and loses yards. All season. Micah Parsons. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers Saturday at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie or try Castillo's spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan this summer. First Central will donate to your local Boys and Girls Club when you refinance or get a new or used auto loan. You save and every auto loan activates a donation to be given to your area after school programs. Plus, you get to keep your cash. No payments for 90 days. It is money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit firstcentralcu.com today for details and apply online. Everything we do, we do for you. Member NCUA. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Midway All-Stars have won their way to the championship game of the Little League Softball World Series. They take on Maryland at 11 o'clock this morning. You can see the game on ESPN. 
A 5-3 win for the Rangers yesterday gave them two wins in the three-game series with Seattle. They're at home for the next four games against Oakland. You can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas. The Astros swept Oakland over the weekend, winning yesterday 6-3. Houston will be in Chicago tonight to start a four-game series with the White Sox. The St. Jude Classic went to a playoff with Will Zalatoris beating Sepp Straka on the third playoff hole. Two-time Longhorn All-American Steve Wooster has died at the age of 73. He was part of Texas teams that won 30 in a row in the national championships in 69 and 70. Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. Day 47, 13 away from nine. Uh, again, the Cowboys and the Chargers coming up this Saturday night mm-hmm. from Los Angeles. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. Look forward to that. Uh, so uh, this morning at 11 a.m., it's the championship. It's the World Series championship of Little League softball. It's the Midway team against Maryland. I think Maryland defeated the Philippines to get to the championship. Uh, but Texas, Midway, Hewitt, they defeat Virginia on Saturday and on Sunday. And I'm telling you, they thumped them on Sunday. I think they had like a three-run fifth inning and uh, and got it done. And again, this is – and I know it's it's – Funny to say, but this is this is the youngest team in the World Series. There's a lot of 10-year-olds and 11-year-olds, I think, on this team. Not many 12s. So, uh, you know, they kept talking about on the telecast war, they kept talking about their goal was to get to a regional. Well, <laughs> they're, they're 18 they're outs away. They're, yeah, they're 18 outs away from winning the whole darn thing. I mean, that's kind of cool. And, and, you know, this this program has done it. Several times over the years. I think they said on the telecast as well yesterday that Texas has won the most World Series of anybody. Really? Yeah. And you can see why. I mean, Midway's won a bunch. And uh, very cool uh, to, to see how this thing is all unfolded. And uh, now, you know, we, we'll, we'll, have, uh, we'll have this championship. And then I think next week, what's, uh, it's the boys in, on to Williamsport. Uh, PA for theirs. So, uh, wish the uh, Hewitt All Stars representing Texas all the best, uh, and uh, and hopefully they they can uh, they can get it done. They've been fun to watch. I'll tell you that. Uh, I, again, I watched all weekend. Uh, uh, I just I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch, and it was. I think they're playing North Carolina. Yeah, they're in Greenville, North Carolina, and the the scenery has been uh, has been nice and. Uh, just kind of fun to watch and watch those parents uh, of those little leaguers get excited. And, you know, they're they're dressed up in the stands. They're wearing, you know, colored wigs. And it just – look, it's it's just – it's fun to watch. And, and these kids really have performed at a very high level. I saw I saw a kid from Virginia throw out a kid from, from Texas from right field. You know, how about that? And make the play and throw to first and, and get the out. I saw Midway turn a double play. Uh, you know, and you know how fast softball moves on that infield, and they were able to turn a double play. I mean, so the 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 caliber of a play has been incredibly high. Fun to watch. Uh, Midway did a lot of damage with two outs, and just you know, just again, fun fun to see fun to see kids being kids playing playing ball. And that's what you saw 
yesterday, and you'll see it again next week when the uh, when the boys go to Williamsport. So uh, best of luck to to the Midway All Stars. And again, I believe Lark said it's coming up at eleven this morning on ESPN. So wish them. And how often, you know, when you were ten, eleven, or twelve, did you can you ever say you played? Baseball or softball on national television? No, no. And these that this will be a memory for these kiddos for the rest of their lives, you know. And, and I'm sure somebody's back home taping it for them, and and they'll be able to reflect on this. It, it just kind of a neat thing, mm-hmm. kind of a neat deal. Uh, all right, uh, we were asked on the CNC Collision Center text line. I think it was Justin asked if we're panicking because we were getting after them pretty good. Uh, by the way, Jeff says, Ward, I'll bet you lunch the Rangers go to the playoffs. You're on. Anyway. Uh, but Justin asked if uh, back in our last hour if we were panicking. And I don't know that panicking is the word. It's just incredibly disappointing that you didn't get to see, didn't get to see what you, you know, I, I wanted to see where this team was. And how, well, you do, you find, how do you, well, yeah, you did, I guess. But really, how do you find out where the team is when all they kept doing was committing well, penalties? Well, that has nothing to do with it. That penalty, that that's a mental breakdown. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't help you find out what you have. You have a bunch of garbage is what you have. You had no continuity on the offensive side uh, of the football. And, and you're not going to. I mean, it's just Well, not, that was my point about the penalties. Well, I don't think that the penalties hop, stopped you from the continuity. The penalties are there just because you're a mentally not prepared to, to be a player. It, look, this just watching the fundamentals of the way the offensive line backups carried themselves, not very good. Tight end position, not very good. Running back, not very good. Quarterback, pitiful. I, you know, take the penalties out, and you're right. It does stall everything down where you can't get in a rhythm or anything else. But still, just looking at the mechanics and their footwork and everything else that they were doing, this is a bad football team that was out there on. I wanted Saturday to see night. a drive, I guess. I wanted to see a team getting into a rhythm, you know, uh, and, and and have a drive of more than three plays. And you you just couldn't do it because you just – you were in second and long, first and, and 20, all – I mean, it was just – Well, and – There was – yeah, no way can the, you run I, your plan. I, I get that, but they stink anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. They could have been in third and 10, second and 10. They're they're not good enough to get a, put a drive together, even without the penalties. Just not. And I'm not sure how good Denver is either. You know, if you want to get right down to it, how would you know? I mean, well, I, I you heard look, it, look Thursday or was it Friday? We had Kyle on the program. Uh, yes, it was Friday morning, and Kyle said Thursday during the during the. The good on good that Denver whipped the Cowboys. They uh, they they on Thursday absolutely. Took them to the woodshed on Thursday and made them look silly in practice uh, on both sides of the ball. So, again, just because there was penalties being thrown on the field, you cannot have that. But also, this this team just not very good. Period. Now, can it get better? Hopefully, but there is zero depth on this team right now. Zero. Well, in. I don't know that I want to go that far, but I don't. I don't like. I don't like what I saw Saturday night, boy. If that's an indicator, <laughs> that was well, bad. Right now, there's zero depth. If that's if that's what you've got, you've got you've got big problems. 
offensively, defensively, every position, you can name it. And I know we talk about Zeke not playing in any in the scrimmage, I mean, in the uh, preseason. Well, I get it. But you better have some depth in the National Football League. You just got to. Right, but do do we see the starters any in these no. in these preseason no, games? Zero. You won't see Zeke. He's not playing any. Well, I get that, but I understand that one starter. But do you do you trot out your starting offensive line? Do you with with your starting uh, quarterback for a series or two, prob- like they used to? Probably. You, remember, you used to call it a dress rehearsal, yeah. and they'd they'd play two quarters I, or I'm whatever. Sure, I'm sure they're going to see a series or two, but I don't know when. I don't know if it'll be this week. I don't know if it, they get more out of the inter squad practices than they get out of these out of these preseason games. Yeah. And I know that, you know, the even in, in those situations, the quarterbacks are still wearing the either the yellow or the red or whatever the case may be. You know, they're they're off limits. But uh I, I just I don't know. Do we you've got this one and then you go home for and a, and again it, it it you're not gonna see them just because that's where they are in the National Football League now, and that's why Weeks one, two, and three in the National Football League are a lot of garbage games because they're still trying to get continuity and trying to get a little bit of rhythm. What you just asked them to do, put a string of drive together. They're still trying to figure that out by week one, two, and yeah, three break because a they don't sweat, man. Because they don't, yeah, they don't have a chance to do that. <laughs> they weren't out there long enough to no. to do that. I mean, you know, early in the game, it just, no, it was, it's just not, oh. that's not the way the national football league is made right now. I, I didn't look at the drive chart. I didn't want to look at the drive chart. There was not one, but I, I, I may go back and look and just see in the first half, how many plays the longest, you know, drive, uh, as far as number of plays in the first half, I'm curious uh, now. Uh, and I may go back and look uh, anyway. Uh, so no, I mean, it's not a panic situation. It's just disappointing that they played so poorly. I don't think they got much out of it. I, I just don't. So, all right, uh, 856. That's going to do it for us. Man, we do appreciate you being with us. A lot of fun today. Many thanks to uh, Jerry Hill for jumping on the program and to uh, Midway coach Shane Anderson for being a part of the program. We will do it again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Don't forget, coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon, it'll be John Morse. He will be here. And then at 4, it is Matt Mosley. All coming up today on a Monday from ESPN Central Texas.